anarchists, violent mobs, arsons, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. In the white room with black curtains near the station. Um Andrew Yang running for mayor of New York. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um yeah, I mean, except he thinks Seven Eleven is a bodega, so like, yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking like. So this is what I was gonna say. Yeah. This man already lost. <laughs> this man, this man, like, yeah. I like Andrew Yang. Yeah, he is the only. Him and Marianne Williamson were the only people in the entire Democratic field who were willing to play ball <laughs> with the populist left, mm-hmm. who were willing to play ball with the more fringe movements and represent and speak to the, the everyday needs of people. Andrew Yang is someone who strikes me as genuinely curious. You mm-hmm. see that in his podcast, Yang Speaks. He had Brianna Joy Gray on. He had Ryan Knight. He's had prominent socialists to talk about things like force the vote. He's been open. Um, but it, 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 although he presents himself in that way, he's always come off to me as kind of fake in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a way. And because and politically... And I think it's important just for our followers to hear this. I like Andrew Yang, and I, I like what he represents. And on its face, I, I, I think the universal basic income is a good idea. Yeah. The reason you won't hear Bernie pushing it is because it is a cynical ploy from Andrew Yang's many friends in Silicon Valley to cap what people are given at a certain number and leave it there. And, and, and you talk about when people – people's big response to the more socialist policies of AOC and Bernie and the populist left is just like the minimum wage conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going, oh, well, the Big Macs are going to get more expensive, yeah. which, you know, bullshit, and, and that's false, and that's, you know, an Ecom 101 BS argument. Yeah. But the reason people think that, um, it, 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 that's that what would actually happen under a universal basic income. You need to do programs that are universal to make it e- an equalize. Like, mm. you, it doesn't work. Because um, then what are they going to do? They're going to make the things that you need, like healthcare, food, and shelter, more expensive than that 12K to get you to work. Yeah. So it, it's, it's just, it doesn't actually solve the problem. Um, mm. But it is, a, and like, and I think for someone like Andrew Yang, he's correctly seeing, reading the winds and the tides. And he is someone who, as a genuinely curious person, he understands those movements and I think knows how to speak to them. But I view him as more of a cynical politician, or I always have. And mm. then he runs for mayor of New York, and that's something that excites me. Mm. Uh, that's promising. I think New York could use a breath of fresh air and someone who's going to talk about populist things in that state. Mm. Holy shit, they need that decades ago. Um, mm. You know, it's austerity land up there. Andrew Yang could really make some big differences. Holy shit. Has he outed himself as like a robot lizard who doesn't re- is totally out of touch with people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it like I, I I really I can't even begin to describe. Um, like here here's so before he even had the the bodega incident, mm. which like 
gnarly insane yeah. like you're running for mayor of new york and you fuck up the bodega yeah thing. you can't do a- that nyu man. students understand the whole bodega yeah, go Everyone... get a chopped cheese i'm not even from new york yeah. just go take a picture with a chopped cheese yeah. and you're good yeah like you know like, everyone knows yeah. how to fake appropriate bodega mm-hmm. culture yeah. this is not you don't need like a from new york intern to help exactly you yeah. who are the cia agents running this man's campaign <laughs> and sabotaging him i mean no it's yeah. fucking so first this guy says in a fucking national interview, he says some crazy shit about, yeah, you know, me and my wife, we couldn't stay in a two-bedroom in New York with the kids. Could you imagine trying to get work done while a kid's doing homeschool? Oh, you mean like everyone in New yeah. York? <laughs> fucking moron. How do you do that? And how do you not immediately release a statement after about, well, that's not what working people should go through, la, 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 Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just the, a huge bungle there. So already that's the line. New York Post is running with that. And and he he's anti circumcision, not politically, just personally said that he he doesn't think that it's good, and they're like now all the Jewish like Jewish leaders are coming out to speak about how outraged they are. New York Post is publishing it's so like the New York propaganda machine is already like fully working against him, <laughs> and and this My man God. does not help his case <laughs> yeah. when after these two incidents he posts a thing on Twitter. I love New York's bodegas, and I want to protect them. And he is in a supermarket. He, <laughs> there are fluorescent lights, yeah. like like bright. Like yeah. you know, I don't see no. Not cr- a I don't see no dudes sitting yeah. on crates selling no drugs. No expired yeah. dish detergent. Yeah. No fake fucking toilet paper. Somehow <laughs> knockoff Scott toilet paper. Like the, none of the the hallmarks. Yeah. And then the best part is. He's like trying to be relatable. He's like, oh yeah, here's my favorite drink. And oh, you know, a banana is good, but I like to have fruit. And he doesn't, this man has never shopped for himself. And so he doesn't know if you're allowed to just take one banana or have to take the whole thing. (laughs) So he gets confused for a minute. And is looking at the bananas like, what? He's like, oh, I'll take the whole butt. Like, and play tries to play it off. It takes the whole thing of bananas because he's like, oh, I'm going to accidentally tear one off and they're going to know that I, I'm not a human. Oh. So I better take the whole thing. Um, I'm going to eat all these bananas yeah. tonight. No, oh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> just a normal human buying a bushel of fruit and a uh, soda. <laughs> Did he buy a Sprite? Yeah. Or something like, like that? Some, some isn't that, isn't that like if you eat bananas and Sprite, like you vomit? I don't Actually, know. I think that's I like a know. thing. That's like an actual internet challenge. You vomit if you fucking do that shit. So yeah, Andrew. while Andrew Yang's puking, um, <laughs> it, 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 prior to his social media entering getting fired, which I don't know that it happened, it should have, he, the whole internet just shat all over for the bodega thing. And New York is already like, Fuck this guy who can't live in a two-bedroom apartment and doesn't know what a bodega is. Mm. People already, I, I feel like, didn't know he was from New York. It felt weird that he was claiming to have lived there yeah. since the 90s. Like, there was something off about that. Yeah, I, I've never heard anything before today. Exactly. Just, like, like I, Andrew Yang being And I'm willing to believe that but... he just kind of, like, entered the political stage not from local politics and mm. went on the national level. So people just didn't identify him with the player. Like, I get that. That's a real argument. Yeah. But holy shit, how do you bungle it so bad? And But what's funny is what his uh, media company is trying to do is like, what are the pains in wh- whoever he's paying, whoever his PR people are? They're like, what are the p- unique pains that people are feeling that we could speak to that no one else will? Because mm-hmm. Yang knows that that's his bread and butter. Yeah. He's speaking to 
things that no one else is speaking to. Mm-hmm. That's that's the the sell with UBI really. Um and so you know what's happening? A lot of people are struggling with relationships. Cuz and 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 there's many reasons for this and there actually are statistics to back this up. I mean, a just look at all the memes on Twitter about relation. People are down yeah, bad. Down bad. Say. There's a whole fucking Twitter account yeah. that gained over six hundred thousand followers in oh, a week, overnight in yeah. a week. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and that the whole there is a whole thing right now, and, and it has to do with capitalist alienation, and you know a whole bunch of you know, you know we're decades after post the sexual revolution. There's a million things that happen, but I mainly attribute it to capitalist alienation and COVID, where people. You know, and just a society that's completely in decline and people who are nihilistic and it's like, well, why would – who's like trying to start a family and have real love right now when the yeah. world's ending? A lot of people are just fucking. And, you know, that doesn't create like the best <laughs> emotional climate yeah. for people. So there's a whole lot of that. And I'm sure if you look at media analytics, you can identify that heartbreak that exists in the world right now mm. um, in this kind of isolation that people feel. And so Yang's been doing this weird thing where he's, like, been trying to speak to that. Um, oh, let's hear it. I'm ready. Yeah, so <laughs> this it, it really just bizarre. Andrew Yang trying to appeal to horny libs. This <laughs> is, no, yeah. it's like he's <laughs> like, trying to appeal to, like, the down bad crew. Yeah. This is his. Or, like, what, what Democratic insult him or something like that. Or that same thing. Or uh, I guess in the same class. Yeah, same type of shit. Uh, he goes... Spoke to a young man in Queens yesterday. He was struggling with the end of a long-term relationship. He was 22. I told him that he had a ton to look forward to and that the intensity decreases over time. It does. And he does. Meaning, like, he has a lot to look forward to and it does decrease over time. Worded very weird. But, uh, like... Hey, it's hey, worded like a robot trying to be mm. human. Like, hey, humans that deal with heartbreak. Yeah. I've heard that time heals all wounds. It does. And he does. Like, you could be so much cooler about that in general. Just be like, oh, yeah, stay up, king. You, yeah. You, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what irks me about it, but there's just something that feels weird about it. And it, mm. it, it, it I think I kind of identified what it is. It's like they're trying to speak to, like, Things that aren't spoken to, pains that aren't yeah. talked about, and like that probably is a smart political strategy. But like, what are you universal basic intimacy? Like, what's the plan here? Like, <laughs> what, it's not what the fuck does like Andrew Yang have to do with your break? Like, I don't know. It's just like this also strikes me as not trying to find ways to not do politics because mm. that's hard. So what else can we focus on? You know, <laughs> yeah. and like, and we already fucked up the the Tim's thing. No way we could take the picture in Tim's we had planned now yeah. after the bodega botch up. <laughs> so, you know, I can't wear that all Jesus brim and in Nero canceled my appearance on this show. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. What are you, what's your take? Yeah, I don't know. Andrew Yang. I don't. I've never really like gotten into what he believes yeah. and everything because he's always been like not one of the main supporters i've always known about him mm-hmm. but then you know just to hear all of that right now and mm-hmm. you know to agree with you he's it sounds like he's fucking up fucking just, up hard it, it just hard and like, i'd like to see him be mayor yeah, yeah I, I actually like, am rooting for him yeah um, but but like to further the point that i was gonna say is like i i feel like he like you said he's like curious and I think the curiosity is probably the best thing we're gonna fucking get at this point. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So someone who's wh- earnest. Mm-hmm. He's an er- he 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 mm-hmm. he does come off as earnest. And while I do think his politics are somewhat cynical, mm-hmm. I do think he he his take 
And this is really what his movement and Warren's movement kind of represent with their math hats and mm. their shirt that say she has the plans. Yeah. They know the problems someone like Bernie is identifying are real. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they know, and it's not wrong to think this, they know that the solutions are impossible. They've been, they're conditioned dogs that know that they're never going to get the treat. Mm-hmm. So, well, if we do math well enough, or if we have the plans, maybe mm-hmm. then we can convince, and it's like, you're already losing. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're already trying to play their game. You've already lost. And like mm-hmm. it's this impulse to be like, well, the socialists might be right, but you know, they're just not good enough at doing math. Or they're not just smart enough to have the plan. And it's like, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of miscalculus as to why the left um, fails, and I know this is something you've been talking about lately, mm-hmm. the context that's important is the left being routinely sabotaged. Mm-hmm. There's a war yeah. being waged against the left. Mm-hmm. It's, it, and, it, and, and without that context, you just think, oh, well, the left didn't explain their plans well enough or they didn't tally up the numbers correctly. And that's why you look to someone like Yang or Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said this, that we you'd like to do an episode focusing on kind of the history of how the left has been beaten back Damn. before Bernie and having the primary race. Even back to the 30s. Yeah, I'd, like love Roosevelt. To, I'd love to do and a deep dive. I, I, not even just one episode. I think it's important to go through all, like not even all, but just like a vast majority of yeah. like these major examples of how, you Even know, just in the black radical yeah. movement, mm-hmm. the, the dismantling of it. Uh, yeah, we could go Fred Hampton. Yeah, uh, all these different people that yeah. you know the, the the establishment has actively worked against yeah. in order to maintain the And it still the quo, happens but, today. All, yeah. The amount of leaders from Ferguson who are missing, the amount of leaders from Kenosha that are now missing, the amount of mm. leaders from Minneapolis that have died mysteriously since May. I mean, mm. this this is still going on. So not only is it important context, it's it's fact about the way shit works. Um. To go into something, um, and 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 this is relevant because that impulse of oh well, Bernie, you, it'll never happen. So we got to do math better. We got to plan better. It's based on a real thing, mm-hmm. and and I think often I think back to a lot how the biggest lie the media ever sold, or maybe perhaps the most important one. I shouldn't say the biggest lie because you know there's like the Iraq War, um, but yeah. the the biggest, the most important narrative they sold. Um, and, and the one that directly led to the kind of uneasy inauguration day we all witnessed was that Joe Biden was the only electable candidate. Mm-hmm. Bernie was just too radical. Yes. And I knocked on hundreds of doors and on basically, I'd say over 90% of them, that's what I got at each door was, I agree with the policies. I talked about what they felt was important. Oh, well, Bernie's doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all. No, and I agree with that. I just... You can't get people to go. There was always another imaginary person not mm-hmm. in this conversation that we had to cater to. And and this was a person invented by the media. Damn. That person, that body, that power that we, we had to think about, it wasn't some other voter, but the establishment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the establishment the won't let that happen. Yeah, that's and, what it was. And, and, and it, 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 mm-hmm. it consciously developed in the, in the, the American consciousness mm-hmm. – as like some other moderate voter force. Because mm-hmm. that's how we view it. It's a democracy in all votes. Yeah. But what it really was, was institutional backing. He would have never mm-hmm. had the institutional backing necessary for a peaceful transition of power. Yeah. What's your take on that? Well, originally when when um, I saw that, I thought it was more of the, 
the ha-ha lib take of, oh, this is, you know, Biden was the right candidate. Ha-ha, we showed you that Bernie would have never got elected, you know. Thank God we did for Biden. But then now that you, like, you kind of explained it to me before we, uh, when you got here. Um, fuck. Wow, I just lost all my train of thought. Oh, <laughs> but, oh but so like, I think what but, you're talking about, let me just bring it up yeah. first. Um, Clyburn, who we've talked about on this show mm-hmm. before, he's not, you know, lost his touch. He's not quite a Diane Feinstein mm-hmm. uh, who doesn't know where the fuck she is, but he, he, he's quite getting there. He's, he's yeah. not, he's not. He's not the James Clyburn that, you know, marched in Selma. That, different guys. This yeah, is yeah, a new yeah. – uh, he's the highest recipient of pharmaceutical money, um, which is probably why he took a hard stance against Bernie Sanders and Medicare for All. Mm. Um, he was someone we talked about. He, he's probably one of the most instrumental clouts um, in uh, the primary. Um, Bernie, after winning Nevada – um, and hilariously, at, during the inauguration, someone on MSNBC casually remarked how, you know, normally during the they had they came back from commercial break during the inauguration, and they're like, "Wow, what a lighthearted commercial break!" You know, we used to always joke during commercial breaks, and it feels like it was something like this. It feels like ever since Bernie won in Nevada, the commercial breaks have felt like a wake, like it's been tense, and you know what a relief. They said this casually on air. And, and obviously, if you remember, um, after Nevada, um, Chris Matthews hilariously went on a rant about how he was going to get beheaded in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of media pundits were freaking out. So it's not that we didn't know that that was the climate in the media rooms um, and in the green rooms to, after Bernie won Nevada. We, we've known that. But them revealing so obviously, oh, it felt like a wake. Mm-hmm. Just, just it felt important to me. Um, and, and then Clyburn... Um, after Nevada, it felt South Carolina became everyone's focus Mm -hmm. and Biden tripled down his efforts in South Carolina and all the black leaders in South Carolina tripled down for Biden and and went out there and they did so much to sell that. And the black vote in South Carolina went for Biden. Black vote in other states didn't matter. And the youth black vote, which overwhelmingly went for Bernie Sanders, everyone conveniently started to ignore Mm -hmm. and everyone would start to beat you over the head with, well, he won South Carolina, won South Carolina. Mm -hmm. The most instrumental person in winning South Carolina um, was James Clyburn. Mm-hmm. That was the guy. At the inauguration, George W. Bush said to James Clyburn, and James Clyburn later bragged about this, and, and it just goes to show this stuff is so normal to people. It's not a conspiracy. It's out in the open. They'll talk about it. Yeah. MSNBC openly said that it felt like a wake <laughs> after Bernie won Nevada, and they thought he was going to be the candidate. Mm. These people, are they're not hiding how they feel. This is out in the open. But James Clyburn bragged about how George Bush, and there's a picture of James Clyburn taking a selfie with George Bush and his wife, and 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 it is that the, these people are Avengers superheroes, and and James Clyburn couldn't wait to tell you how George Bush gave him a nice compliment, and what was that compliment? Thank God that you did what you did in South Carolina, or else we wouldn't be having a peaceful transition okay. of power today. Mm-hmm. That's the comment, yeah. and you know I'm thinking about that. And I think about the media line of Biden's the only one electable. Bernie, Italy can't happen. And I think about the fact that we did almost have a coup, a shitty one. Mm-hmm. Going into that coup, we talked on this podcast. The Rising did a great segment on how when Trump lost all his institutional support, all the elites started to turn their back on him. Mm-hmm. It, that happened. That was a real thing that happened. If Bernie was the and, – and, and we talked on this podcast how Wall Street started to go for Joe Biden. 
mm-hmm. how they turned away from the Republicans and started donating more to the Democrats, how they won over all the institutions. And we talked about that as warning signs of, of, the, of the bad administration to come. What that really was representative of was Democrats gaining the institutional support needed to have a peaceful transition of power. Because if they didn't cater and make the right promises to the right people who really run this fucking show, the shadowy figures you haven't heard about, as Trump alludes to, they, they probably wouldn't have backed the Democrats. They might have backed a coup, mm-hmm. like we've seen in so many other countries when they've gone socialist. Yeah. They are willing to have bloody coups and mass bloodshed if that's what it means to secure capital. And oh my God, if America went socialist, mm-hmm. that's that's the whole spigot. You, that fucks up the whole bag. So of course they're willing to do whatever. And of course anyone who really understands power knows this. And people in the media do really understand power. So now you look at them feeling like it's awake after Bernie was winning. And you look at that George W. Bush comment. And you look at them talk about how democracy was restored and this, that, and that. What kind of democracy is it where the candidate that people most relate to, the candidate mm-hmm. who whose appearance at the inauguration was the most loved and appreciated, even though it wasn't marketed to be, yeah. Bernie Sanders was undemocratically completely fucked over that's not a democracy no we we i don't think we live in a democracy at all yeah we participate in democracy what uh, once every two years yeah so like well, how is that really a democracy and, and, a democracy is where you participate in democracy every fucking day yeah that's what a true democracy is uh, you know and, we live in a republic <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's a democracy under threat of coup mm-hmm. if you go too far left we will let trump do the coup yeah and and i think that that's really that's what is so meaningful about that george w bush and i don't think he thought that was ever going to get repeated mm-hmm. clyburn like i said losing his touch yeah. he, he he was so couldn't wait to brag about mm-hmm. what george cuz and, and i think he was specifically asked Oh, we saw you taking a selfie with George W. Bush. He's like, oh yes, he gave me a great compliment, and 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 you know, like, and and that's that's the compliment. Thank you for helping rig the primary against Bernie because we wouldn't have had a peaceful transition of power. And guess the thing being celebrated by the elites, and I think that was so sickening about inauguration day. They didn't just defeat Trumpism; they defeated the left. Mm-hmm. They defeat they, and now with the new de- the domestic terrorism bill they're going to launch, Patriot Act 2.0. It's a there's they can crack down on any movement that it's a they they've won, and listen I still firmly believe that there's time for a buzzer beater, these mm-hmm. fuckers haven't won yet and they're sloppy, yeah and they're fat and lazy and stupid and 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 guess what there's a hundred percent time for a buzzer beater, mm-hmm. but I can't help but remark the dire situation we're in, and that they've truly won, they they won, and uh, maybe people were right. That Bernie wasn't electable um, and was too radical because there would have been a right wing coup backed by the banks, backed maybe backed by Twitter, maybe backed by Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Maybe the people who resisted the coup would have been banned from social media. That's what's that's what's terrifying. And that power does not exist with the people anymore. Yeah. And, 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 and so I, I don't know. There's got to be some kind of way out of here, said the Joker to the thief. Yeah. I don't know what that is. But there's there there's got there's gotta be, there and 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 uh, it's it's fucking crazy. Well, now one idea, you know, like we, I think we talked we did talk about it last episode, you know, uh, uniting with the right as much as we hate to, you know, unite with that fucking death cult. 
yeah. it's almost necessary to, to unite populist movements. I think they either need sense, to be right? crushed, deplatformed, or deprogrammed. And I think that the third mm-hmm. one there, deprogrammed, mm-hmm. it's the hardest. The hardest, yeah. um, and the one that takes the most work and empathy that I think a lot of people don't want to extend to these folks. Mm-hmm. But um, and and I think deplatforming is a part of it. you have to deplatform the propagandists that mislead these people. Mm-hmm. But you have to do that in conjunction with a deprogramming that gives them an alternate reality. Because right now they live in a that the only way to understand the corruption of power is through the QAnon lens. And I don't blame these broken people for wanting a reckoning, mm-hmm. for wanting some justice to come. Because when you look at that inauguration stage, what do you see? When I see the Bushes, the Obamas, and the Clintons, I don't see the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And neither does most of America. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's the disgusting fucking part. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, it I, seems I, like the dude, He-Man villain group you know what i'm talking yeah. about where it's the, the villain <laughs> that yeah, guy it's he's those fucking pe- like, it feels like that group of people yeah. and then bill clinton is the ha-ha <laughs> guy yeah you know he's just sleeping. he's asleep though I mean, he's just sleeping the whole time yeah i i just it, it's not that whole group up there of course i i how i can't blame the q and people for wanting a cage to fall down on the whole thing and it mm. to be a military tribunal where these people are put on trial i of course there because guess what there does need to be some reckoning if we want to build the country that we all want to live in and have our kids live in, these people do need to be brought to justice. The crimes of the Iraq war, the financial crimes, these are things that need to be prosecuted. And and will these institutions want blood to do that? Will they do coups and will they stage things? To Probably. Probably prob- fucking league. Yeah. But you know what's funny and we joke so much about it. I'm not going to go die for Joe Biden if there's a coup. People would have if it was Bernie and there was really mm-hmm. a coup. You really would have seen the country split. And you know what I have to believe is that at the end of the day, Bernie's side would have prevailed. Because yeah. that's that's the side most people are on is good. Mm-hmm. And and even a lot of the QAnon people now and a lot of the right-wingers, all of them admit that the primary was rigged against Bernie. That's like a huge part of how they look at the DNC as rigged. That's mm-hmm. their evidence. Because that's the yeah. most concrete evidence you have is the WikiLeaks documents from 2016 – that prove that they, they were actively rigging the primary. That's what that's the the genesis. Uh, on top of you know how they acted in Iowa and Pete, Pete mm-hmm. Buttigieg, it was and I, I said this on inauguration with someone. It is the Democrats' disregard for democracy and flagrant yeah. disregard for democracy that put it in such jeopardy yeah. with Trump and everybody. That's a huge aspect of it. Um, and what's funny is the people who were doing the coup. When you look at the interviews. They're like, yeah, we got to stop the socialist Joe Biden. Like, you know. Yeah. And yeah, and, yeah. and obviously they're wrong and it's funny. Mm-hmm. But that's a real ideology. And if it was a real socialist, you're going to see not nuts thinking that. We mm-hmm. have to stop them at all costs. You're going to see real Marines that aren't nutty QAnon people mm-hmm. saying that shit. And, like, and I think that's that's when the, the all the puppy dogs and teachers' pets were told that Biden was the only electable one. Mm-hmm. Not sure that was a lie. Um because he may have been the only one who was electable peacefully. And I'm not trying to be overdramatic, but I really, that George Bush comment, it really illustrates to me, I think, because I think it's easy as leftists to be like, everything was rigged against us. They just hate us. Because it doesn't make sense to be like, I agree with your ideas. We just can't. It's not possible. But if you look at it Mm -hmm. under the lens of the people telling them that are viewing it under the lens of it's not possible 
because the powers that be will violently prevent it from happening. Yeah. Then it then that might be the context needed to understand how we move forward. Mm-hmm. And 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 that, some tough questions as to how you overcome and confront that. But we need mm-hmm. to, and and mm-hmm. I, and I'm willing to, and I think most people listening to this podcast are, and uh, and and you know what's funny? I think a lot of the QAnon people are willing to fight and confront it too, mm-hmm. and and that's why. Um, and I, think, I, I think everybody's just looking for answers. Everyone wants answers, and and we or, have and, them. or not, more so not even answers, but someone to blame. We have, all, yeah. but we but have they, the we, we have the, we yeah, have people yeah. to blame. We yeah. can provide those things. Yes, but and, the, and now <laughs> is the time more than ever when the revolution that they were waiting for never came. Mm. If you know people, reach out to them, deprogram people, talk to them. My girlfriend's dad, I'm on the back porch of them. He comes out alone to try to you know talk to me about like. You know the the QAnon, get ready. You know, and he mm. and he was telling all of us this, but th- then we had kind of a one on one, and you know he's like, I mean, he, he said to me, he goes, you know, Antifa, they're just misled, and I go, well, we could say the same thing about you guys, you know, and 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 we and and I'm like, but you know, the real issue, and this is where you get in the more Marxist side of things that I think you guys are uncomfortable with, but it's not left and right. You're right, we are all pawns being played against each other. Mm. It's top to bottom. It's class warfare. And he thought about it. He was like silent for like a couple seconds. He had he thought about that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think you drop those little gems. Yeah. And now I hope that over the course of the past couple of days, he had that lens of class struggle to view what happened and what took place and why, you know, tens of thousands of people wanting the pedophiles to be executed didn't come to fruition. Because yeah. they, they and it's because it doesn't matter what tens of thousands of people want. They're nothing compared to the power of the institutions. Mm-hmm. Um. And it doesn't matter what millions of people want. If they want a Bernie Sanders, perhaps they're nothing compared to the power of the institutions. I think democracy still would have prevailed if Bernie was the candidate. I think democracy would have faced an actual fight, not a a, a push led by the Q shaman, but mm-hmm. a, a true right wing authoritarian coup. Um, by but where where you don't have to argue about the definitions, and it truly yeah. is that. Um, but I, I I think we still would have prevailed. And I'm upset we weren't allowed to give that a shot because the fascists and the the corporatists and the people who would would um, who we'd have to have the new world over their dead bodies, the people who are would, would want to die in bloodshed mm-hmm. to prevent Bernie or socialists from ever coming to power, those people. Um, I don't even know what I was gonna say. Yeah, they suck. I hate those. They, people. they those people <laughs> do suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just so. I guess my my final question to you would be, um, as in terms of just getting deprogramming these people, do you think it's a lot of attacking Democrats and showing, or I think we mentioned it on the show before, is appealing to the working class interests of the right as well? Do you think it's more of you the my, first or the? You know what I like actually what? attack the right. <clears throat> Make them rebut to you about, well, the Dems do this. And go, yep. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. I hate it just yeah. as much as you do, dude. You yeah. just agree. Because like, yeah. guess what? Most of what they're going to say, mm-hmm. oh, well, they're, they're, they're hypocrites because they want the money. Yeah. They do, they're mm-hmm. wealthier than anyone. Nancy yeah. Pelosi does eat $1,000 ice cream. We're also outraged about that, but for mm-hmm. different reasons. Yeah. And like that and, – and what's actually so disingenuous are the people trying to sell – the working class populist right shit. Mm-hmm. What morons. Yeah. The Glenn Greenwalds of the world, I have so much respect for Glenn Greenwald. Come on. 
And like I, I understand he was trying to get Assange pardoned, and I hope that now that that didn't come to fruition, he, you know, winds it all back, mm-hmm. comes back to the side of good. But like, it's just not there. And and Trump was never the guy. If yeah. it, and it's never been the last thing he did as president was like give someone a pardon for like tax evasion. You know, like yeah, he, not, like this man doesn't give a fuck yeah, about he, the working class. Yeah, like, he ain't free like, Joe Exotic yeah. or anybody like important. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, just wild. Yeah. Um, the Kodak pardon is unbelievable. Like, Hilarious. I, I, I felt like I was. I woke up and was hallucinating. It's a lot. Of, <laughs> I, I, I'm like yeah. this. What? Are, yeah. yeah. Kodak. Kodak for, pardoned by the president of the United States, like Trump. Yeah, <laughs> I, and it plays ha- well with the base because yeah. he, he, it was gun charges. So like, you mm. know, it works. Yeah, it, it works politically. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad Kodak's free. I, I listen. I know Kodak's a bad guy. He's not quite as abusive as XXS Tentacion, and his music is like eight times better. So yeah. fuck X, but I'm still bumping <laughs> Kodak. <laughs> you know, it's easy too hard. Yeah. Um, Project Baby won that mixtape. Yeah, Project Baby was probably his best. And, and if you were like a nerdy hip hop head mm. who like had tweet notifications on for Earl Sweatshirt, <laughs> you, he was into it. So like you knew about Kodak yeah. early. Oh, and yeah. like I've I've been a Kodak fan for mm. a long time. I love mm. Kodak. All I mean, what's funny is though I've seen him fuck up. He's got the, he's the man who's been given the most second chances in the world. Yeah, and and, it's like five now yeah. at this point. <laughs> While he's been famous, yeah, like, you know? yeah. Like, and like <laughs> dude just got a presidential pardon, and he's. <laughs> He's gonna be back in jail in a year. Like the man, like it, it, it sucks because, yeah. like, because it, it, it's something. It really, um, Kodak's story is kind of a tragic one about I think a lot of people in the music industry and mm. just like getting caught up in shit and like, mm. it just sucks. It sucks because yeah, I, I, I listen. I, I hope I eat crow on everything I said on this podcast. Hope Biden passes two K checks. I hope mm. everything. Um, we should talk about that briefly. They're not doing anything till March. And if they do do it, it's going to be fourteen hundred bucks. So they just completely went back on both their promise to do two thousand and to do it right away. Um, There's a million things he could do by executive order right now that he's just not doing. Um, There's a great Twitter account. Uh, Has Joe Biden canceled student debt yet? No. Uh, Has Joe Biden released all the people who are incarcerated for weed yet? No. No. Um, The war on drugs. Kids are still in cages. Yeah. That's the one that's I think the most disturbing to me because I can't tell you how many times. I try to argue against the very administration now keeping people in cages. Mm. And I was yelled at, don't you care about the kids in cages? You white privileged bro. You don't even care about the people really suffering. Look, look, look what happened when we, when we embraced Joe Biden while pretending to care about those people. You know, if we actually pressured him from the jump and said, we're not going to vote for you in this election if you don't actually could. But you know what the sad part is? He did commit. He did commit to do that on day one, and he just lied and went back on it. Yeah. Like, how do you – I don't have the real answer how you hold power accountable on that. And, and, and I mean, the media covering for them doesn't help, but yeah. there has to be a bigger answer than that. Yeah, how, how do we go up against that huge media conglomerate with all that capital and the ability to run ads all fucking day long saying whatever the fuck they want? Yeah. And just the hold that all of this shit has over people. Mm. Um, I do think it's slipping, though. Because, like, even, like I said, the inauguration, the responses I saw on social media, mm. it's not what I was expect. It was not what I was expecting. Um, and there's a huge disconnect between, I think, the temperature of my social media feeds, all my accounts, my leftist ones, my normal ones, all... 
you know, just in general, the people I'm talking to, the climate, there's a huge disconnect between it and what you're hearing on CNN and MSNBC. And the Avengers are back. Like, even that shit, I don't know. Even the people that are like, Michelle's hair's laid. I don't know that they're that wrapped. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I think it's like one of those things like, oh, Trump's out of office. This is, a, this is the time to tune into politics and be a part of this moment. You know yeah. What I mean? that, that, you that's more of the, that's it's more an event. Of the thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. And he, but and you know what? I even saw less of that than I was expecting, though. Less of the oh, Academy Awards. I'm so hyped to see my favorite people. Look at this. Mm-hmm. I saw less of that because I think oh, people yeah, do yeah. know the gravity, and 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 I think people are just sick of politics and posting about it. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I think it's more the latter, more than they know. I mean, I think two people do know because of the whole coronavirus thing and how that's sort of exacerbated yeah. people's feelings Just to about not be a complete general, Debbie Downer, yeah. I want to say I feel like people are waking up to it. But yes. but there's so much work to do. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, um, the people kind of waking up to it, and, and I feel like this is important to say, deprogramming Proud Boys and QAnon people is great. Um, there are millions of disaffected people um, non-voters and people who used to be Democrats, people who would be, um, and, and people who should be socialists and who should want a better world. Those are the people we can reach out to and probably have a lot more luck with than the people who've been consumed by right-wing media. Mm. And there's way more of them. There are way more people getting paid bad wages right now. There are mm. way more people that don't have access to health care. There mm. are way more people that don't have the job security that they need to like even plan their life yeah. in, in, in the American economy. People are, have just given up and like, those are the real people that I think we not only it's a good strategy, but we have like a moral responsibility to show them that there's hope in the world and mm-hmm. to not let them feel as defeated as they probably do by, by these events and, and people saying shit like, I feel like Joe Biden's warm arms are out in, in reaching like all the media worship. It's so disconnected from the person overdosing right now and all the deaths of despair. Mm -hmm. And like those people on the brink, that's who I care about the most and who are, and and that's the real answer. I think the real question, I think even more than how do we deprogram QAnon people is how do we program and, and shit, deprogram, because there's a lot of deprogramming to do as someone yeah, in a capitalist you get, society. You got you got to remove the authoritarian figure from your head before yeah. you can even believe any of this stuff is even possible, you know? The thing that pains me the most, m- now in coronavirus more than ever, it would have always pained me even before COVID, but now especially, are people who are in a bad spot and, and on the brink and, and maybe at risk of a death of despair. And I'm sure the stats on that are going to be horrific when they come out that those people actually do need to be deprogrammed because they've been taught by capitalism that it's their fault mm-hmm. and that it's their personal responsibility. Yeah, it's, um, your, it's your fault that you're not happy and you don't have the things that we have so gratefully given you the opportunity to have. Yeah. Is, yep. Yeah, what it feels like. Dude, dude spot on. <clears throat> and, and that, I think, um, we need to love those people in the way that society won't. Mm-hmm. And that's the example with which that we build a movement that ultimately um, defeats things like the Proud Boys and mm-hmm. QAnon. Because um, the thing, the good thing in QAnon, there's so much hate, and it's so it's so reactionary, and it's a response to BLM and Antifa, and a lot of it is reactionary. But the parts of it that are 
like the dude who took too much DMT wanting to save the kids. Mm-hmm. You can teach that guy. You'd If there was a real movement of love based on loving and respecting each other mm-hmm. and actually wanting to save the children and save everyone, mm-hmm. the Q shaman's on that side, dude. Yeah. He's not storming the Capitol. No. There's just no alternative. And like, so I think more than even deprogramming these people, we just have to actually build the alternative, which mm-hmm. right now doesn't exist. It it yeah. really doesn't in the way that I think it needs to. Um, it's bigger than reading clubs. It's bigger than AOC's comment section. Like we actually, there is an issue with the souls of people, um, even among the progressive movement. And there's deprogramming that I think we need to do ourselves to set the right example to where people want to join us mm-hmm. and and do and do the right do the work, as they say. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Good place to leave it. Good place to leave it. All right, man. That was a good episode. Thanks for sitting down with me as always. Yeah, man. Peace All right. Out. Talk to you guys next week. Niggas. <laughs>